0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you're catching this podcast, that's the beauty of podcasts and how much I love them. You can listen to them anytime. And there's going to be women listening to this years from now. And I love it. I'm just, I'm so filled with gratitude today with the ability to not only have my own space where I can share and serve and bring value to your life, but I get to do the same thing. That's part of my journey early on was just really finding podcasts that I could just listen to and learn from and begin to pour that in. And then now specific things that I'm that I'm wanting to learn or maybe a, a teacher that I like to hear from, which I'll touch on a little bit in this episode, because we're going to talk about today five ways to grow your faith, because so many of you here in this community are Christian women. Or women who are seeking, maybe you've had some past inside of the church, and maybe you've been hurt, maybe you're still hurt, maybe you know a little bit about God and the Bible, and you've heard, or maybe you're brought up in a different type of religion. All of you are welcome here, and I want you to have the opportunity to grow your faith and connect with a God who created you. And so, this is just going to be an episode to give you some ideas on how to do that, because many of you that I've spoken with inside of just general conversations, inside of the Facebook group, inside of my coaching sessions one-on-one, that's been a huge part of your desire is getting closer to Him and being more connected to your Savior. Because so much of this process of drinking is we begin to put that in front of everything else and then we disconnect. And so I want to help you today if that's something you desire. But first, I also want to read a testimony because you guys know that I love coaching. I love receiving coaching from a coach. I got into this because of the true transformation that it has brought in my life and being able to bring that to you. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't make sense when you hear about coach or a therapist or a counselor. You don't always know, okay, well, what are they going to do and how's that going to work and how's that going to benefit me and is this really what I want to do and all that good stuff. So I like to bring testimonies and I've, I've posted them and we talk about them on occasion, but I wanted to read a little bit of a testimony from one of my most recent clients who just finished up working with me just to let you hear in her words her experience. So I hope that you enjoy hearing this that if anything let's just celebrate her and where she's at in her journey now and just think about how you if you're not seeking support right now what does that look like for you so a question that i like to ask my clients is how did you feel before working with me and what were your struggles right because you kind of got to know where you are to determine and decide where you're going to go and we all know this so she said this is liz she said, My whole life, I had been the queen of uplifting and supporting everyone else around me, and somehow I had lost myself in the process. I felt as though I was sitting on the sidelines of my own life and I was working so hard to make sure everyone else was happy. I finally felt like I had nothing left in my tank to give. Part of my response to these feelings was to drink almost nightly into excess. I knew that I felt lost, but I wasn't sure how to proceed forward. To change that, I knew that I wasn't feeling fulfilled or even using the gifts that God has given me. I knew enough to know that I couldn't change my circumstances or my life without receiving some guidance and learning some tools. Where was it that I was supposed to start to find myself again? I was at a loss and wasn't sure how to take the first step. So then I asked, Well, what else have you tried before? Because it helps me to know. What you've tried, what's working, and what's not working. Because we want to keep the things that are working. We're going to build and have tools as we grow, but we don't want to keep the things that are not. So she said, Over the years, I had spent time on and off meeting with counselors and psychologists to work through some of life's issues. And while I intellectually learned a lot, I didn't benefit from that work as much because I wasn't learning how to truly heal and move through some past experiences and outcomes. I didn't necessarily need someone to tell me what things meant, but I needed to process my own feelings regarding past situations and use the tools I've learned with Michelle to move through them and pass them in order to truly heal. I needed to provide myself with what I really needed. Michelle's coaching guided me through how to do that. So, what has changed after our work together? This is where I want you to get your cheerleading, like hyped up in your car, wherever you're listening to this. You guys don't know Liz, but I want you to hear where she's at now and let's celebrate. She says, I am now the best version of me possible. And that was my goal. And we, when we begin our coaching sessions, I made a list of all the things I've learned in my months with working with Michelle. And I've learned that. It's important that I honor myself. My thoughts need expression. My feelings deserve expression. Can I get an amen? I don't owe anyone anything except to be the best version of me. I value myself. I get to choose. I'm in control of myself, my choices. I am in self-leadership. Alcohol diminishes the quality of my life. I don't need alcohol to have or to be fun. I can overcome and heal from past hurts completely letting them go. I'm experiencing life on a deeper level and I know how to truly be present. I'm so thrilled that Liz is in this experience now. I'm thrilled that she said yes to herself and decided to work with me. I'm thrilled that she's here, that she's growing, that she shared this with you and shared this testimony with me because this fuels me and drives me to not only keep asking y'all to say yes to yourself, but to dive in more. I've actually got some more training coming up in April where I'm spending an entire week. I've I've blocked out my entire schedule. It's a full five-day immersive training. And I love this stuff. You know why? Why? Because this is not just surface. This is not just talking things over. And like she said in her testimony, it's not just intellectually knowing something. This is a deep internal healing process where you can transform from where you were to where you desire to be. You can grow. You can heal. You can forgive. You can release these things that are keeping you stuck. And you have the power inside of you to do that. I am just the facilitator. So if this sounds like something that you have been considering and that you're ready for or that you're more curious about, just shoot me an email over at Michelle at and we'll set up a conversation and we'll go from there. All right, ladies, enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free but you've been hanging on for dear life? Hoping you don't fall backward. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, first things first. Is growing your faith a value to you? Remember, when we talk about values, it is the things that you believe are important in the way you live and work so this should determine your priorities and deep down it has a lot to do with family, culture, upbringing, but really checking into where am I now in my life and what what is valuable, what is important to me? What is important to me? Is it my family, faith? Is it being in integrity, honesty? Do I value friendship? Do I value safety and security? We get to de- we get to decide that and there's so many things And I've heard you say it. Well, there's a lot of things I value, and that's great. But what we want to do here is we want to define what's really at the top that we value and maybe where we're not lining up. Because typically, when we're in a place of stuckness or in a place where you're here and listening to this podcast, there's values that you are not living up to or aligning with that's causing you to feel what you're feeling. So I just want to look at faith As a whole right now, because that's super important in my life and many of you, like I said in the intro. So a way to really check in and ask yourself is to do a 1 to 10 scale. This is a great uh, tool to use for a lot of things on a scale of 1 to 10. I mean, how many times have you heard that the pain management system doctors use? We can use that the same way when we're talking about emotional pain or we're talking about spiritual things or Gosh, I can use this all the time, really, in any sort of situation. So right now we're going to say where am I at as it relates to my faith and my relationship to God? Like what does this look like? So, one being, wow, I'm in, I'm totally down in the dumps. To 10 being I'm as as high as I've ever been. I'm, you know, our relationship's tight. I feel feel the Holy Spirit all the time. You know, I'm 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 feeling full of God, okay? or whatever that looks like for you. See, that's the beauty of the scale process is our scales look a little different. Just really teaching you in a way that one is your lowest one and 10 is your highest high. So what does it feel like to you? All this stuff is so personalized that you don't need to look around. And if your sister friend's ranking hers at five, you think you need to be six. That's We have different scales. So let's just get honest. What does that look like for you right now? I want you to check in wherever you are, driving down the road, doing the dishes, however you listen to me. You're on a walk, on a beautiful trail. Where are you with your relationship with God and your faith? One to ten. And then I want you to just sit with that for a moment. Whether you're a two, you're a four, you're a six, maybe you're a nine just sit with it for a moment. And I don't want you to judge. And I don't want you to think lowly of yourself. I want you to just say thanks to yourself for being honest right now. And if you're not being honest for some reason, even though this is your thing in your journey, let's get honest. Did you rank it as a six, but it's really a four. And then I want you to ask yourself, well, how did I get to that number? what good got me there? Cause you're not a zero. Okay. Even if you're a two, just say, Hey, okay, well, you know, I am a believer, you know, and I know I mentioned this before on podcasts, but I really want you to just really check in to see what that looks like for you. And then I'm going to give you some steps to grow that number. Cause the beauty of having this scale is the fact that you can make changes, take action, and have progress. And I know that you're not here just hanging out listening to this podcast just for giggles, okay? You want to learn something and you want to take action. So here's your chance. All right, five ways that you can grow this number. So let's just, I'm going to just for, just for today's purpose so I can stay focused. Let's say you ranked it out of five. You're somewhere in the middle. So your goal and your desire can be, within the next few weeks, how can you get this to a six? How can you get closer to a 10 as it relates to your faith? Number one, talk to God. (laughs) It sounds so simple, but I actually just want you to talk. Just start talking right now. Just talk to him. Say, hey, it's been a minute. I realize that you're there, that you created this world. You know, what do you want to say? I'm embarrassed. Whatever you feel and whatever you want to say, talk to him like he's your friend because he is. He's there. Now, will you hear from him immediately? I don't know. You may feel something in your spirit, but you have to take initiative. He's always there. He's there right now. I mean, wherever you're listening, he, he is present. So we know that. So you have to just decide to talk to him. Just talk to him about normal stuff like you would your friend. Like, hey, I'm struggling over here and you know how I'm feeling about this and I feel guilty here or and just just talk. That's number one. Just talk. No judgment. Just have a conversation. All right. Number two, set a timer each day and read his word, whatever that looks like. If it's tricky or confusing for you to just dive in and open up the Bible and read scripture, I totally get it do something different. Don't use that as your excuse to where I don't really understand it, or I don't know what to read, or blah, 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 because that's easy for us to make excuses. Open up the YouVersion Bible app. Go get a devotional. I mean, keep it super simple. Read a few verses and begin to take time every day, 10 minutes. That's all I'm asking. You can do less or you can do more but that's just a good range to set a timer and say, you know what? Because here's what here's what's cool about this is it's not exciting and you're not going to get a dopamine hit like you would from opening up your phone because the our screens and our social media is made for that. And I think, and I'm going to step on some toes here, I think that's why you keep doing that and you get distracted because chemically in your brain Social media, phones, TV, all of those things, they give you that little boost of dopamine. Well, God's Word is that deep-rooted truth, and sometimes it makes you uncomfortable. And it's not going to give you that feel-good feeling just because you go read it. It's just not going to do it. Now, sometimes, will it? Because sometimes i look at Scripture, I'm like, heck yeah, you have plans for my life, and you know my future, thank goodness, because right now I can't see it, Right? And you work all things out for my good. And I'm hurting right now. And that just makes me celebrate inside that you're doing that, Lord. Okay. But it's not going to just be like exciting. So do it anyway. If you want to grow your faith, this is what you need to do. And just sit with it. Read it twice. Read it out loud. If you're distracted and your brain's bouncing around everywhere, don't do it on your phone. Find another way. Okay. Number three, find a true Bible teacher that you can learn from. If you're currently going to church, I want you to ask, do they open the Bible or do they just talk about current events? Do they open up God's word and really talk about what he's saying and not just their opinion? Because they really shouldn't be given. They should give their opinion only because it's God's word and they're believing what God's word says. But if this is just like entertainment and they're not actually teaching you. Then I highly encourage you to look around at some other options. And guess what? There's so many options, just like I spoke about in the intro podcast. There's some great teachers on there. Find some good preachers. Just find it. You can actually listen to my preacher. He is Southern. You talking about even um, that recorded voice? He voice? He's country. He sounds like it. he is brilliant. This man is brilliant, but he speaks on a level where everyone understands. It's Church at the Mill. They have, an ad, they have a podcast, and you can listen to those episodes. So I can tell you right now, no matter what, you're going to get Bible teaching from that. Okay? There's other ones you can try. You can also go on YouTube, but find someone that is a teacher that really is trying to help grow you and teach you, not to just make you feel good. Okay? Number four, talk about normal everyday stuff with other believers and seek to find God in it. Why does this matter? I think it's super important that we spend time with other believers and sharing our stories and sharing our struggles and then really talking about like, where did did I see God? Like celebrate him. Where did I see him in it? You may not see him in the middle, but you will when you look back. And I think that's the beauty of these. My grandma was the best at this. And I would love to go find some of her journals. She was so good about a prayer journal and like a praise journal. And I remember her reasoning for doing that was like, you know, so many times you pray for so long for many things and then you forget that God actually answered them. And so sometimes you need to go look at your praise to see like, oh my gosh, he did. It might've been two years ago, but guess what? Look what he's done with this situation or this circumstance or this family member. And I'm not saying that you have to do that. But what I'm saying is when we, when we look at our lives, look to find him in it and look to talk about that with your other friends. Cool? And they don't even have to be believers. Honestly, celebrate him everywhere you go. And number five, This is big. Speak gratitude daily. There's just something that shifts in our hearts and our minds when we're in gratitude. And I believe that true source of gratitude and that heart of gratitude is directly connected to our faith and our God. So it can be big stuff. It can be little stuff. It can be silly things. It can be, I mean, look how blessed we are. Look how blessed we are. I mean, I'm looking around right now. I have like Four highlighters, sharpies, pens. I've got four lip glosses sitting over here, two lotions. Man, just on my desk. You know, that's little stuff, but I get to choose which lip gloss I want to put on today or which hand cream I want to put on. And I have calendars and I have the windows open right now and the sun is shining and I have a lamp and my bed is so cozy. So it's just amazing how if we just really stop for a minute and think how grateful we are for all the things it really will connect us so my main encouragement to you is this is so simple what I just shared with you this is not some complex time-consuming plan so I just want you to start I just want you to start it's just that simple and another tip this is your bonus here's a bonus number six listen to worship music I'm telling you right now, if it wasn't that I, I would struggle if it wasn't for music and coming into a space of worship and, and celebrating God for who he is and his promises through music, I would struggle a lot more. I start my mornings with that. There's days in my car that I'm riding to work when I'm going to the salon and I just I just need it. I need to hear it and I need to sing it and I need to feel it. It immediately connects my heart to him. So I would encourage you. There's some awesome, awesome music out there. You can always reach out to me and ask me if you, this is new for you. Elevation Worship is awesome. Check them out. There's the Elevation Church, but they have a worship team that has makes their own music. It is fantastic. Um, there's a girl named Charity Gale. She's amazing. Um, gosh, there's just so much. There's so much out there. So find it. Find what you like. Customize it for you. And just start talking to him, okay? So I hope this finds you in a beautiful place today. I hope that your heart is full and that you feel excited about growing your faith. And I just pray that you realize that the God of the universe created you and he is just right there right now ready to have a conversation with you. So I hope you have a beautiful day and until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.